Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham. Scott is alongside, as always, hello, Scott. Sean, happy Valentine's Day, bud. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I'm in love with curling. Yeah, me too. I, I had curling, I had pizza, and I had beer. What, a be- what better wow. night could you ask for? <laughs> a real triple threat there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> First night of the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts, although some debate as to whether or not this counts as the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts. According to Curling Canada, it does not. These are not official games in the record books. Uh, Curling Canada was very clear that the Scotty starts tomorrow, that this is the play-in game. Yes, I think even uh, Vic and Russ were a little confused. Yes, they were confused uh, on multiple occasions, which we will touch on. Yeah, I think just because Cheryl wasn't there, so... Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Scott, I, let's, I'll just say it. I had one of my notes, the most valuable uh, player of tonight's game, Cheryl Bernard. Once again, <laughs> like at the Canada Cup, you know, her absence demonstrates her value. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, like when so... LeBron James gets hurt for the whole year and you say, well, he's really the MVP of the league because his team is terrible without him. Yeah, you just take for granted uh, how good she is. She doesn't always say that much but uh, she's a, a great presence in that booth uh and of course the game tonight between tracy flurry jennifer jones out there in moose jaw to represent all the wild cards across the country all manitoba matchup we knew this going into that manitoba provincial unless there was an upset of one of the big three it would be an all manitoba matchup of course carrie anderson wins and we get jennifer jones against tracy flurry scott I don't know what your takeaway from this game was, but for me, it was for the second straight year at the Scotties playing game, a really kind of sloppy game and some missed shots that you don't expect from players of this caliber. And while it was close, of course, Jennifer Jones pulls out the win 8-7, not the cleanest, crispest game, crispest game <laughs> that I've ever seen. Oh, no, no, not at all. And, it it started early, right? Jennifer Jones was she was dumping her her out turn out like she was just setting it out, and yeah. uh, she couldn't even seem to figure it out. You know, she said, "Oh, that wasn't as heavy as that one." Well, sometimes it doesn't matter when you're uh, you're giving it the old jerk at the end there. Uh, yeah, flashes she, a she hit, flashes. Uh, yeah, like blank. that's crazy. Yeah, flashing yeah. a blank is insane. Uh, she had a couple more that were sort of half shots, uh, got away with a couple. Uh, yeah, I didn't think I either. Mean, kinda, I mean, she kind of got away with it. In the fourth end, she misses two more outturn hits. First yeah. one, she sort of ticks behind the guard. The next one, she rolls out. She gives up the two. I mean, I, I guess you could say she gets away with it and that she wins the game. But at that point of the game, she doesn't. It didn't look good, no. And then I guess we'll, we'll get into all of it, but... Uh, the fifth end, I think, was was a real turning point in the sense that Team Flurry, they had an idea of what they wanted to do. Jones gave her an out. Uh, there was a hit and roll, or there was a draw. Yeah. And it seemed like Tracy wanted to play the draw. Then Selena said, hey, what about the hit? And they called the timeout, and Jill yeah. Officer came down. 
Yes. And Jill Officer said, oh, you like the hit? Because Jill Officer is a great hitter. Yeah. And what was problematic to me about this is that Tracy called the shot. She called the sort of draw tap. So basically the situation, Jones is sitting to one top button, one sort of T-line as you're looking down on the sheet, Mm -hmm. left side uh, of the forefoot, and Tracy Fleury has one to the left of that. So Tracy Fleury is third and fourth shot, fourth shot at the top of the the forefoot. And Tracy Fleury calls the sort of draw tap type shot to maybe get shot. At worst, you are sitting second shot, and Jennifer Jones, if she has a draw on the other side, it's extremely difficult to score two. Exactly. So Tracy Fleury calls the shot and is in the hack, and Selena Negevin yells down and says, you sure you don't like this? And that's when they call the timeout. Tracy Fleury comes down. As you say, Jill Officer comes out. It really felt to me like Tracy Fleury was talked into that shot. Mm -hmm. Russ said that you know she seemed like she liked it initially before they decided on that but that's one of those cases where you know for me at least it's always yield to the thrower and once the thrower has made the decision of this is what we're going to do i'm not a huge fan of having them change that uh, you know even though she has the chance to reset and they do the timeout i didn't like the process of that mm-hmm. And it seemed like the harder shot, to be honest. The, how straight that ice was there in Moose Jaw tonight on those hits mm-hmm. seemed like a much more difficult shot. So it's it's easy to say in retrospect, not a great decision. I, in the moment, wasn't crazy about it. No, me neither, me neither. And it's for the reasons that you said. And sort of Tracy Fleury playing to her strengths is to play the, the draw, tap kind of shot, yeah. right? Uh it would be one thing if, you know, she was a all-time hitter and decided to play this. And you were like, you know, if Kevin Cooey is throwing the shot, I can understand the hit more. Yeah. If Jennifer Jones is throwing the shot, I understand yeah, it more. Yeah, yeah, despite her, Despite her difficulties tonight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're right. Just the way that she seemed reluctant. You know, the fifth end break... You want to go in there with a little bit of momentum. Giving up a three was not great. Uh, and really, that was the only way they could give up three. If she, I guess if she overcurls and rolls off, maybe. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not a good process there, like you said. And that really turned the momentum in the in the favor of Jones. Yeah, because she gets a force coming out of that in six and, and is really set up to take control through the rest of the mm-hmm. game. Now, you still saw that Jennifer Jones was shaky. In the seventh yep. end, she was heavy with her first outturn hit, perhaps unsurprisingly, really panicky in the call on the second one. She makes it for a blank uh, there in seven yeah. and is able to get her deuce in eight. But then in the ninth end, Scott, Jennifer Jones is up seven to four, playing the ninth end. Tracy Fleury has the hammer. Caitlin Laws misses a double attempt. Jennifer Jones misses a double attempt. And then Jennifer Jones rolls out on her last one for a three for Tracy Fleury that you, you hate to say it wasn't earned, but it, it came off of misses that you don't expect from Caitlin Laws and Jennifer Jones. No, no, not at all. And before before we talk about that three a little more, I want to go back to the eighth end where uh, Kristen McCush 
was deep with her first rock, wasn't able to get something done. They they sort of set tried to set up another guard, but by then there was one center guard and Jones peels and there's some stuff in the house. Tracy Flurry says, "Why don't we play like a freeze or a tap or something?" And she gets talked out of it by her team, saying, "Oh boy, I don't want to leave two redstones, two Jones stones yeah. in the house." Yeah, yeah, we don't want to give up a multiple. Right, and. By playing into the house, she basically gave them a free two. She made a great double on her last to make it only two, yeah. right? Like, I think they were they were playing with fire there in the sense that the force was the best outcome, right? Yep. And you're not going to get a force by playing all in the house with a team as good as Jones. Now, that said, you don't expect to get a three in the ninth, you know, by playing in the house against a team as good as Jones. Some some bad luck on on those shots in nine, where Jocelyn Peterman almost makes like a perfect double peel and it Jones misses the call, the line call, and it redirects onto a stone in the back and doesn't get quite out. I mean I think that's a little unfair to say she misses the line call. That was like the the third stone that that had made contact with. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, but it's, like she did, she missed the line call. And I, I, I don't think she, I think that's a little unfair to say that that was a, I think that was an unlucky. Oh, break. Peterman was yelling before Jones was. So I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I would say, sure. She missed the line call. They knew, they knew she had to hit the second one pretty thick and not thin. So anyway, that's your your thought. My thought is she missed the line. It call. almost got out. Like it still almost got out of the house. It almost, but it didn't. She made contact with three stones, and it and it, and it missed getting out by six inches. Like, come on. Well, uh, anyway, and then like you say, Caitlin Laws jams a double attempt, pretty unlucky. And yep. then Jones, uh, you know, she's throwing the intern hit there, sort of gets it going, uh, maybe. Maybe in response to dumping the outturn, she got some of their some of her interns she got going tonight, and you know went over the top of another double, hit it too thick. Yeah. So, but at the same time, Team Flurry managed to put the rocks in pretty good positions, especially Tracy's first at the back of the uh, four foot, back of the eight foot, to make them all even. That's really hard yep. to do. It's really hard to draw to the back four because. As a thrower, you're trained, okay, throw it top eight and the sweepers can get it wherever. Or throw it top 12 and yeah. the sweepers will take it. So, uh, a well, like it was well earned, but also a little bit fluky. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It, you know, you get those breaks, but again, you got to take advantage of them. And she does it. And those three rocks mm -hmm. were in a perfect line. And she gets the three. So we're tied up coming home. And I think both teams, for as sloppy as the game was at times, I think both teams played the 10th end perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Don McEwen makes the tick on her first one. Doesn't get it quite on the second one, uh, but she is able to get the stone off the center line. And then the peel game starts, and Tracy Fleury puts her rocks at the end. Pretty much as good as you could do in the circumstances. Jennifer Jones, you know, I, I wrote the note I took was she's stone cold at the end of the game. Yeah. And she puts her to the first draw right where she wants it, shot stone in the back of the eight foot off to the side. Tracy Fleury has to hit it. Jennifer Jones comes down, puts it in the four foot along pretty much the same path. And, mm -hmm. 
you know, going through that slide path at the end of the game, they thought it was heavy. They called that it was heavy, but they also knew that going through that path, it would slow down and no sweeping necessary. Uh, and, and Jennifer Jones is team wildcard. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you're right. That was a really well played 10th end. I, I tweeted before it started that boy, I, I bet flurry would like Jones to be hitting against yeah. two like so two two rocks in the house make jones hit against the game and uh they just where jennifer placed her first stone they they just weren't able to make that happen and so that's a testament to a good first shot for yep. team jones and uh you know she made it when it counted uh, that extra time she took you know she got up reset i was like oh boy what what's going on here but uh, I, we've seen her do it before. Uh, she knows that when she needs to get in to a certain mindset, she can do it and did it perfectly there tonight. Yeah. I mean, she's not going to be rattled by the wild card game <laughs> of the Scotties. They, right? I mean, they were, she's been in bigger, she's been in bigger spots, Yes, but they were pretty excited to, to make it into the full field. You could tell. I mean, a little bit like they were excited, but it wasn't, she didn't do like the arm pump. Like fist pump celebration or anything. Yeah, she did. Don, Don just oh did she? Yeah. I, know, I turned it off as soon as the rock stopped. Uh, but Don was just like, "Yep," <laughs> and went and shook hands. Uh, it was great. By the way, I was wondering in watching this game, has Don McEwen just not worn a microphone for the past twenty years? Because <laughs> I heard more of her tonight than I think I've ever heard from Don McEwen. Hey, you, you might be right. Well, uh, and I was I was there for it. I really enjoyed. Yeah, it. Yeah, we'll we'll have to uh, you know dig into. The TSN archives and and find yeah. out. Yeah. So uh, so overall, I think this was a better game than last year. It's certainly in terms of the shooting percentages all around. Mm -hmm. It was just a little sloppy through a lot of the game, but when it counted, we got some good shots. So it's it's just a product of the situation. You know, each team only had 15 minutes to practice on this ice. Big temperature change in Moose Jaw too over the course of the week, as we've had in a lot of the country, yep. uh, the big cold snap. So that can be difficult. Plus, you know, first time with a crowd in the building, you know, it just changes the dynamics of the ice. So, you know, you always see it at these events where it takes a day or two for the players to really pick it up and for the ice makers too to be able to respond to whatever the conditions are. So maybe not that surprising there. Uh, another thing that I noted too, Scott, that I didn't take as too much of a surprise Definitely a pro Tracy Fleury crowd there in Moose Jaw mm -hmm. tonight. Uh, certainly, the, the, they weren't rude to Jennifer Jones by any means, but there was a pro Tracy Fleury sentiment running through the crowd. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I I guess people get tired of something being so good. We yes. see this happen a lot, right? Uh, yeah. Like Golden State Warriors, they were nothing until Steph Curry it got there and. And then, okay, well, we've had enough of them. Well, but, like, what about their fans that the last 20 years had nothing before it? So, yeah, we see this in a lot of sports. And uh, Jennifer Jones, obviously great, and now has a chance to win her seventh Scotties. Yeah, and a tough matchup tomorrow night. Her first game in the round robin will be against Rachel Holman tomorrow night. Uh, Russ and Vic did note that once they've – eventually figured out that that was the game, uh, that that will be the feature game <laughs> tomorrow night uh, on TSN. And uh, no surprise that tomorrow afternoon, first game of the round, Robin Chelsea Carey, Team Canada, 
as is the tradition, get the honor of the first TV game taking on Northern Ontario and Krista McCarthy. Yeah, excited to watch that. We we uh, talked a bit about it on our preview, but usually the the home team will face Team Canada, if at all yeah. possible. So we were a little surprised that it wouldn't wasn't Robin Silvernagel, but uh, they will play later on in the week. Yes, and uh, certainly the if you go to the Scotties website, uh, they're really pushing that in terms of like they're like if you want to buy tickets, buy Saskatchewan against Canada. They're really mm. uh, pushing that game, so uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Sure, I'm sure that'll be the TV game too that day, unless something crazy happens. Yeah, uh, in the draft. yeah. Well, uh, so great uh, first game uh, before the Scotties, not of the Scotties, yep. but uh, you got to get to bed because you've got a game early in the morning. Yeah, playing early in a spiel uh, here in Ottawa. So uh, we will wrap it up. I will just say one more note that I took, mm-hmm. Scott. There was a couple sitting behind, uh, <laughs> in the odd number ends, behind the throwers. Yes. I don't, I don't know if you noticed this, but there was one point in the game where they're holding hands and the camera's on whoever's throwing for a while. They look up, see themselves on the screen, <laughs> immediately let go of each other's hands. <laughs> Uh-oh. Like, I, I don't know. I My he- my mind was going crazy with the possibilities of what was happening uh, with these two people. But, you know, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah, there you go. Valentine's Day so, for everyone. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so that's it. Our field of 16 is set. If you missed our preview of all the teams who headed out to Moose Jaw, certainly check that out. In the feed, we know there's been some problems with Apple Podcast with the update and getting everything going. Uh, so hopefully that's been resolved for you. Uh, if not, I guess you're maybe not listening to us. But if you found us other ways, thank you very much. Well, uh, and hopefully the Apple Podcast situation will be resolved yeah, I'll, with that I'll, update. I'll offer a quick solution. If you have uh, iOS 13.3.1, which is the latest update, uh, go to your app, podcast app, find us. Uh, delete the feed of just Game of Stones and then resubscribe and the episodes should be there. Uh, I was able to do that tonight with uh, with my feed because I support the podcast by downloading it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and there you go. And I'm an and-, and I can't. I'm an Android guy, so I can't do it. That's that right. Way. That's right. And, and the Android one never stopped working. So there you go. Hey, oh boy. Uh, last yeah. thing quick before we go, Sean, uh, do you want to talk about Scotty's Tournament of Hearts fantasy event? Yeah, so if you have not yet, uh, as normal with the Grand Slams this year, head over to Curling Zone, and we are doing the fantasy curling again. A little different this time. Only going to pick four teams total in, instead of the three men's, three women's. Four teams total, so you're picking basically what your playoff picks are. And uh, the great Twine Time has come up with a wonderful initiative for the Scotties. Going to do a little fundraising for uh, a, a children's charity that he's involved with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be for the uh, Kids for Calgary. Sorry, I'm trying to find it now. Uh, it's KUF, Kids Upfront Calgary. So uh, when yes. you register your team name, add the letters KUF to the end. Select your four teams. Uh, send uh, JCR at Twine Time 14, uh, 20 bucks in DM, and 50% will go to kids up front. 50% will go to the top three finishers. 
Yeah. So, uh, so uh, great, uh, yeah, great initiative. initiative. Yeah. I'm uh, yeah. signing and up. And now that yeah. this, and now that this game is done, right? The, it's the, it's not closed yet. So it'll close Saturday morning, and which allows you, if you wanted to see who won the wild card game, if that would affect your pick. So you can you can pick it tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. I, I think almost up until game time. So uh, get in there, uh, participate. It's a lot of fun, fantasy curling, and help out a great cause. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm doing my team right now. So there you go, and I will put in mine as well and uh, keep track with that. I'm just going to put in this four teams I picked on the podcast. Uh, you know, I'm going going with Can them. you do that? I, there might not be enough uh, money. Well, you know, any accountant can uh, fudge the numbers. So <laughs> uh, I'm sure we'll figure that one out. Uh, so that is it for the wildcard game scotty's tournament hearts 2020 a full field is now set we'll be back with you again tomorrow night similarly uh you know 40 minutes or so after the tsn feed goes off the air is when we'll aim to drop the shows so please do subscribe wherever it is you get your podcast and follow along with all the fun and frivolity this week at game of stones pod on twitter and instagram scott's there at scott lakes tv and i'm at Dr. Shawnee Fever. And as always, you can email the show, Game of Stones Podcast at gmail.com. So we'll be back with you tomorrow night. Enjoy day one of the Scotties, everybody. Congratulations to Jennifer Jones. Our, you know, thanks to Tracy Fleury for a great game. Uh, we'll see her at a bunch more Scotties in the future. But uh, for this year, it'll be Jennifer Jones. And so we'll be back with you again tomorrow night. But until then, keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final...